Hello and welcome to Recovery Survey, the podcast where we survey recovering addicts with different backgrounds and different links of clean time and ask them questions about different recovery topics. I'm joined today by special guest Suleiman Hassan. He is a motivational speaker, a substance abuse coach, and the founder of Soldiers for Recovery. Welcome to the show. I am Suleiman Hassan, founder and CEO of Soldiers for Recovery. It's an Instagram group in which I started about nine months ago. My journey to getting there prior to getting there nine months ago, I have about five years clean before I started Soldiers for Recovery. But prior to me getting five years clean, I was an addict and still am an addict that's in recovery today. But I've been an addict for almost 20 years. My drug of choice at first was alcohol. And then eventually I started taking Percocet. You know, I was on alcohol for about 10 years. After that, I got into an accident fractured my skull, and that's how I got introduced to Percocet. And then, of course, I started abusing them, and I slowed down on alcohol because I, I didn't like to mix the two. I just traded in one drug for another. I abused, like, 512s, then I started taking the 20s, then the 30s, and then eventually I wound up taking 80s. And then I was eventually I started doing about 8 to 10 80s oxy 80s a day and then one day i got my graduation papers to heroin i did heroin for about a year and a half almost two years eventually i had to get honest with myself the road to that honesty started i'm gonna say give or take uh when i was about five years into drinking you know i had got honest with myself and said listen i really have a problem i really had a problem and i really needed help but i didn't really surrender if that makes any sense i kept on drinking for another about another six seven years until i got introduced to oxys but the beginning of me being honest to myself was admitting that i couldn't control myself with intoxicants you know at that time which was alcohol um i believe i was about 24 at that time so i started going to meetings at 24 i was first introduced to meetings when i first got honest with myself that i had a problem but the meetings didn't help because I still had that burning desire to continue on using, which led me down a path of hell. It led me to losing my family three times, being homeless, jobs, friends, you know, and I can go on and on. But before I went to rehab, you know, and really surrendered, I was 34 years old. So you guys can do the math on, on that. And mind you, I started using alcohol when I was about 16. I didn't really, really get honest until I was 34, you know, and I can go on and on with the stories that I've been through. I've been in jail. I've been beaten, beaten up. I've been robbed. I've been hit pistol whip. I've been taken advantage of and, you know, just mentally and, uh, well, physically beaten. Yeah, that's taken advantage of it. Thank God it wasn't sexually or anything like that. To sum it up shortly, you know, to give you a brief summary of some things that I've been through before I got honest with myself. Open-mindedness, that right there, that's when I got clean. You know, I started opening up my mind to stop getting in my own way, wanting to do my own program. Because between that time that I was using, I was closed-minded, you know, which led me to years and years of more 
more hell, more pain because I was closed minded to getting help. I was closed minded to taking advice from others who are successful with their recovery. And uh, one of the greatest things that I ever did was to be open minded with myself. And that's part of me being honest with myself and taking constructive criticism and realizing that the person that's speaking to me is really giving me help. It took a, it took a process. It was like a process that I had to go through to even to get to being open-minded. And most people stay in their addictions just like I did for so long because we're closed-minded to recover. We're, we go into rehabs and we don't want to take the message that they're given to, to save our lives so we can learn how to save ourselves. So for me, I had to be open-minded to new ways of living, open-minded to learning how to be responsible, be accountable, and not feeling like that I'm obligated to any clean time for free. Like, you know, so I had to be open-minded to grow and to get where I'm at today. And and I tell you, who, who whoever listens to this, please, please sit back one second and take the advice of others. It's take the advice. No one is running down on you. No one is trying to tell you, you know, what to do and be a person of authority over you. You have to open your mind up. And part of recovery, you have to have an open mind. That's pretty much for that. Okay. Now, willingness for me, it took a long time. It took me a long time, man. What caused me to be, you know, more willingness to help myself first was a lot of pain. A lot of pain, man, of being the self-letdown, the coming home, looking at my family, and they are, you know, willing to help me, and I didn't have the will to help myself, you know, and eventually I got the courage to have this willingness to help myself. I was in a dark place in my time, man, of using, and um, I just got myself up and got the courage. I woke up one day, and I found that willingness to do something about it. And I went into rehab. I only been to one rehab. And I told myself, I'm only going to do this one time. But that was the willingness in me to want to get sober, to want to find out why I keep using. And for those who are listening to this, you got to have that willingness to want to just find out why you're using, get to the core. You know, willingness means so much to me. I had a sister, man. She just got clean. She just got clean. She was addicted to alcohol. I mean, bad, just as bad as I was. And she would call me for help and tell me, oh, you don't love me. You don't care about me. You just worry about yourself and this and that. But she was drunk at the time. And I used to have to tell her and explain to her, baby, you have to, you got to have the courage. You got to have the willingness to help yourself first. You do have help, but if you don't take the help that's given from people or given to you, then no one is going to help. You got to take that first step, you know? And when I was using, people used to always try to help me, but I never got clean until I had the willingness and the desire to go and help myself, you know? And that's one of the key elements of staying clean and not going back to your old ways, your old lifestyle, when you know it's nothing but pain there. You know, willingness, you got to have that as, an, as one of your top three keys of staying clean in order to, to stay clean. Every day I go through life, like I've been through so much while I was clean. Like I just found out yesterday that my 16 year old is smoking weed and got it from her older sister. 
Now, I had two options. I can have the willingness to go out and use and use that as an excuse to go get high, in which I would have in the past, or I can have the willingness to use this opportunity to be an educational moment for myself first and then my daughter. So whoever listening to this, you have to have the willingness to stay clean. And in order to build that up, you have to work at staying clean. And then the willingness to want to stay clean will come naturally more and more every day. Because life's going to happen, but you got to have the willingness to live through all the bullshit because bullshit is going to come. Life is going to show up. But are you willing to stay clean for yourself first? You know, so willingness to me means almost everything. Willingness to me means recovery. Recovery means willingness to live. Willingness to strive, willingness to fight, willingness to not give up, not give in, change behavior, thinking and attitudes. Everything must change, but you have to be willing to change it. And I'm telling you, these elements, these are the tools. These are the tools so you can get back to who you're supposed to be. This is who you are. We are addicts. We are the smartest and strongest people in the world. You have to have the willingness to go and fight this demon, and every one of us have it in us. And that's what I have in me, and that's where I speak from. And if you go to my page and check my page out, Soldiers for Recovery on Instagram, you'll see my message. You'll see the passion. And you got to have that burning desire to want to live, and you got to have a willingness to want to fight every day because this is a battle that we get up out of our beds every day and we got to tell ourselves, I'm going to fight today. You got to have that willing desire and burning desire to fight this disease because it can tear you down or it can build you up. It can build you up or tear you down. It's, it's like, what are you going to choose? Are you going to give in to the willing to give up or willing to live or willing to fight? And that's what I do every day. And willingness is a very emotional word for me. I got tears in my eyes. This is one of the top keys to staying clean. And that's what it means to me. I'm going to give you this piece right here, man. Our disease. I got this from my sponsor. My sponsor says this, and I'm going to close out with this. Our disease is locked up. And our disease wants parole. So when our disease comes up to the parole board, you know what I'm talking about. We start getting them thoughts in our heads. Oh, man, I got one more run. I can do one more. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I just got paid today. That's the disease coming up for parole board. So my disease, I gave my disease life. Life. But that disease, our disease, got a chance for parole. Now, when my disease show up and my disease come, hey, man, listen, let me out, man. I swear I'm not going to, you know, use, I'm not going to take any more drugs. You know what I mean? You cool now. You got this. You know what I say? Parole is what? Denied. Then it come back around a couple months later or maybe later that day or maybe tomorrow. And they say, hey, man, slam it. Blame my sign, Soldier for Recovery. What's up, man? You doing real good today, man. You doing real good. You saving lives. You should take a drink. Let me out. Let me out, and I swear I'm going to take one drink. You know what I tell that disease? Parole is what? D. 
deny. So every time you think that you can take one more and that disease come, every time life show up, your mother die, your brother get locked up, somebody gets shot, anything, the coronavirus, anything. When that disease say, hey, man, you can go ahead and do one more, guess what you tell that disease? Parole is what? Deny. I am Suleiman Hassan. This is Soldiers for Recovery. I'm out. Thank you so much for sharing your message with us. If you'd like more information, you can find Suleiman on Instagram at soldiers underscore four underscore recovery or on YouTube at soldiers for recovery. Thanks again for listening to Recovery Survey. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider leaving us a rating or a review. And please be sure to tell your friends about us. If you'd like to get in contact with us, we have a brand new website. It's recoverysurvey.com. Until next time, I've been your host, Brett. Thanks for listening.